0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Happy Flosser podcast. My name is Billy Lunt. I am your host and I am here to talk to you about all things dental hygiene to support you on your journey through the dental hygiene program. Welcome so glad to have you. Hey everyone. Last week's episode, we talked about the first three perception paralyzers that students face when they are working in the clinical setting. And this is just based on my own observation. Uh, Your clinical rotations are some of the hardest parts of your dental hygiene program, but it's really where a bulk of the learning happens, where you're able to combine all the stuff that you've learned in the didactic coursework and really apply it to clinical application. And a lot of people, this is where all the learning happens for a lot of us. We're all hands-on visual learners. And it's really such a wonderful opportunity and design to have a curriculum where you have the opportunity to apply theory to practice with a patient. But with that being said, we tend to find some obstacles for ourselves along the path to developing our clinical skills. So as you know, I went over this last week, the sympathy sabotager. This is the person who's held back because they're really afraid of causing pain or discomfort to their patient. And we went over this and also discussed some of the ways that you can really understand, am I really thinking this too heavily? Am I here to help my patient? And what do I need to do? What am I responsible for? so that I know that I'm not causing harm to my patient. The second paralyzer that we talked about was the dental doubter. What kind of negative self-talk are you creating for yourself? What kind of doubts are you doing to yourself as far as your ability to complete a task? Make sure that you're not dragging down your entire team. And so in that episode, we talked about ways to identify if you are a dental doubter and some of the strategies that you can use to overcome that. The third perception paralyzer that we talked about was efficiency envy. You're all talking about your speed and you put a lot of pressure on yourself to be efficient in the clinical setting. And and I don't know if you just wanna be experts like what you see out in the field, but I wanted you to recognize that some things are outside of your control as far as your speed and ability. So I wanted you to take a moment to think about what is within my control and what do I have control over? And then the rest, you just have to trust the process and know that that will all come with time. So in this episode, we're going to talk about the other three perception paralyzers that I recognize and observe in the clinical setting. And we'll just articulate those. We'll talk about what they look like and what students do. And if this relates to you, and I can give you some advice on that, awesome. If not, you can just check that off your not so worried box. You can say, oh, that that doesn't apply to me. So we'll talk about the other three in this episode, and then hopefully you can do some self-reflection and maybe this can provide you with an opportunity to say, oh, I recognize that, and implement some of the strategies that I recommend so that you can move forward with a little less stress in your clinical rotations, because the moment you're able to let go of some of that stress, the learning happens, and you can make some big leaps in the right direction in your clinical rotations. That's my hope for you. The fourth perception paralyzer that I'd like to talk to you about is the deadline skeptic. So what is the deadline skeptic? The deadline skeptic is, and I'm sure you've heard it, and maybe you've said it, I'm never going to get all these requirements done on time. Talking in a state of being very overwhelmed can really slow you down or even bring you to a complete stop. And I can share that at the start of a new semester, we all feel a bit overwhelmed. Like there's just no possible way I can do all of these things. When we look at the entire workload ahead of us, and I can even tell you that I feel this way at the start of the semester. The truth of the matter is you are capable. You are capable and with a plan, you're just as capable as anyone else to complete the requirements that you have been tasked to complete. The good news is that your semester comes at you one week at a time and one assignment at a time. And I know I've said that to all of you. You become a hygienist, one assignment, one skill eval, one proficiency, one completed patient at a time. And this perception paralyzer is something that, if this sounds like you, I want you to say that in your head over and over, one assignment at a time, I will become a dental hygienist. The emotions associated with this perception paralyzer is real. One of the best things you can do to manage it is to make a plan. Look over your clinical requirements, map out all of your clinic patient days, and create a plan for each of your requirements to accomplish your goals. The truth is, requirements get completed one session at a time. Be patient with yourself and the process and try to recognize when you're letting this thought trigger get the best of you and steal your joy. Now the next perception paralyzer is called analysis paralysis. Now for so many of you, the devil's in the details. And the details of clinical steps can really provide you with a sense of frustration and feelings of uneasiness. What if my probe depths aren't correct? So what do you do? You check them three or four times. What if I miss a spot on my gingival assessment or I don't describe it correctly? So you look at it three or four times. Let's do the hard tissue charting and you look it over three or four times. The reality is you're redoing it and redoing it and redoing it. And by the time you actually check in with your faculty, you've technically done that assessment three or four times, which goes back to the efficiency envy, right? Number three, the one we talked about last week. So all of these perception paralyzers kind of work together. And some days there might be some perceptions that are in the, in the lead, right? And they're kind of controlling our thoughts. And other days it's different ones. So recognize when you have analysis paralysis and you're rechecking your work three or four times and it's slowing you down, it's also weighing you down, and it's stealing your joy and your confidence. Now, we've all been taught mistakes are bad. So the idea of taking extra time for sake of avoiding mistakes makes total sense, right? But it's not exactly what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the amount of extra time where second-guessing, self-doubt, and all of those other perception paralyzers join in. To take away your ability to complete the task efficiently and trust yourself. Analysis paralysis is one of those perception paralyzers that can really creep in anytime and take away from the learning. One of the best ways to overcome all of these thought triggers is to recognize them when they reveal themselves in your life. Now, the last perception paralyzer that I want to talk about is postpone prepper. Are you last minute with things? Are you disorganized, discombobbled, don't have a plan B, can't find the paperwork, are not sure exactly what your plan is, what needs to be on your clipboard, how much time it's going to take, what you're doing for a requirement that day, what your patient is doing when they come in, do you have a plan? Are you postponing or waiting too long to create that plan? And you kind of feel a little discombobbled, like you're one of those little balls in the Powerball machine, just bouncing around with no settled plan. If you are a postponed prepper, if this perception paralyzer is kind of haunting you a little bit, you need to figure out a way to ground yourself and say, okay, these are my three requirements. These are my three patients. Which three requirements will work best with these three patients? When are they due? When are the requirements due? When are the patients coming in? And is this going to work? Or do I have to adjust my plan? How many more clinic days do I have? Do I have enough clinic days with this time to meet my requirements at the due date? If not, then I need to readjust my plan with each patient so that I'm meeting the requirements on each patient that I see. No clinic day should be wasted. So if you are a postponed prepper, sometimes you might miss an opportunity to do a requirement on a patient because you didn't give yourself enough time to plan out your day. Maybe this is a new patient who's coming in and you could do your occlusion or your hard tissue charting on this patient because they're new And you didn't even think of it because you didn't plan it out. And so you just saw this new patient and you didn't sign up to do hard tissue. Maybe you just signed up to do occlusion. And now you have to scramble around to find another patient to do hard tissue charting on. Whereas if you hadn't been the postponed prepper and that perception paralyzer hadn't creeped in on you, You could have planned that out to do both of those requirements on that very same patient and you would have been more efficient with your day. So these are the perception paralyzers that I'm talking about. So let's just review. Sympathy sabotage, where you don't allow yourself to treat the patient because you're too concerned about causing them discomfort or pain. The dental doubter, where your self-talk is so negative that you wind yourself down into a hole and then you can't complete your task or you just don't feel adequate enough to be doing what you're doing. Efficiency envy, where you're so focused on being an expert that you don't allow yourself the grace to work through the process of being a skill developing student. The deadline skeptic, where you look at the entire semester as a whole like it's something that you have to accomplish in one week, And the reality is these are strategically balanced over the entire semester. So don't let yourself get bogged down with deadlines. Analysis paralysis, are you taking way too long to make a decision or make a decision on what your clinical notes should say, what your probe depths are, whether it's a composite restoration on that tooth. Don't allow yourself to overanalyze and spend too much time. Trust your gut, trust your knowledge, and know that it's okay to make a mistake because you're under the guidance of your faculty and we would rather see you just be confident in what you know and move on than spend too much time analyzing. And then the postpone prepper. Are you the person who's just putting things together at the last minute so you're missing important key details that could really help reduce your stress level as a student? Although I am not a student, and I know it's not possible for me to know exactly what you're thinking and feeling in the clinical setting, all I can offer to you is that I was also a student facing all these very same challenges that bog you down in the learning process. Now, if you are saying to yourself, I recognize some of these perception paralyzers, and they're having an impact on my clinical experience. Perhaps you were not quite aware that these perceptions were even getting in your way. One of the things I ask myself, why am I working so hard, but my results are not a reflection of my efforts? In other words, are your grades a reflection of your efforts or your study habits? Or are your grades a reflection of these perception paralyzers? One of the best things you can do for yourself is to discover or recognize these thought triggers or perceptions that end up creating challenges for you. Build yourself an action plan to recognize it and move forward with a plan that helps you grow through those perception paralyzers in order to achieve your goals and maximize your clinical experiences. This is where all the learning happens, as I said, so you want to make sure that you are mentally emotionally and physically ready for all of these experiences now if you need extra help i offer that some of these perception paralyzers sometimes need a little talking through feel free to reach out to me on instagram or send me a dm at the happy flosser i'd be happy to help you if you recognize any of these take the steps to take a look at your self-reflection logs And see if you can't figure out, oh, yes, this is a problem I'm having. And use some of these strategies to see if you can try to overcome some of these problems. I promise you it is going to make your experience in the clinical setting so much better. Because the reality is we all suffer from these perception paralyzers one day or another. Some days we suffer from several of them at the same time don't compare yourself to others because that is the killer of joy, but try to identify them so that you can try to make the steps and strategic movements in the right direction so that you can overcome them and move on in your learning journey. I hope this was helpful to you. I would invite you to send me any questions that you need answered. Questions come up when you listen to this podcast. I have a link in the show notes, and I'd be happy to answer any questions that you have. Also, I would appreciate a review if you have time to leave one. Thank you so much.